0: Hello brothers and sisters, uh, it's good to be back again share another word. I'm just going to um, say a quick short prayer. Dear God, I thank you Lord for today. I thank you God for giving me the opportunity to share a word again. I thank you for your awesome grace and awesome power. I give you uh, the glory and honor and adoration Lord Jesus. I thank you for everyone that you've given the, uh, the, given the opportunity to reach out to. I give you the praise Lord Jesus in Jesus name. Father God, I come before you right now. And I ask for angelic protection now, in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ for my voice, my image, my likeness, my print, and everything that concerns me right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, send your war to cover, cover me right now, in the name of Jesus. I call for the fire of God to cover cover me as I speak, before during and after this message, in the name of Jesus. I command the judgment of God and the fire of God, O God Father, given and mandated by God to the war and battle angels and giant angelic offers of God, to be enacted against any witches or warlocks, anybody that comes up against me or tries to attack me, and I stand for the truth in the name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, I pray whatever they do, your angels will give them give him a terrible beating and deal with them oh God in the name of Jesus and block all the attacks against me and those who are listening in the name of Jesus I ask God Father that there any curses or evils or demons summoned up to attack me or this message or anybody who tries to listen to this message those demons be bound in the name of Jesus and cast a in Jesus' name Father I ask for continued fire to fill and lace this message in my voice in my voice print in the name of Jesus I call forth Lord God, I might as you what it says in Isaiah 13, verse 3. I call forth for your mighty ones, your sanctified ones. Then they rejoice in your highness now. These are your angels, oh God. They are mighty, they're sanctified. And those who rejoice in your highness, Lord. Father, command them now to go to war with flaming swords of fire against anyone and anything that comes up against me and the stand of this message and the truth of this message in overflow abundance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for answering my prayers, oh God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope everybody's having a good time. A good week or a good day. Uh, if you're not, I pray that God will change that and give you something happy, something to be happy about. Um, today, I'm just going to talk to talk about uh, the message I want to give. is titled "Give It Up." Um, God gave me this message uh, about a couple of days ago in February, That's fe- around February, um, and um, 28 February 28, 2018. So it's going to start up. Um, first text I want to look at is uh, Matthew 11 verse 28 to 30. Uh, Matthew 11 28 to 30 it says come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. That's verse 28. Verse 29 take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your souls. That's verse 29 for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus is calling calling on everybody, the whole world. He's saying, listen, you guys are all burning up. burning up with work and all of that stuff. burning up the whole desires and cares of this world. Because the world we live in is a world that will bog you down. It will pull you down. It will destroy your uh, spiritual focus and take away everything that's of God. Blood of Jesus Christ, cover me now in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, the world we live in it's a world that's anti-Christ and anti-God, and um, if you don't allow the uh, the things of this world to take over your mindset, then you should be fine. But if you do, then uh, you will lose your focus, uh, and it's very easy for us to lose our focus if we're focusing on things of this world, which will add more burden, more burden to our souls and keep us in a, in, a, in, a, in a place where we're unable to make any traction spiritually and uh, grow and actually respond to the things of God the way we should be responding. We should be responding to the Word of God consistently. If the Lord says move, you move. If He says sit, you sit. But some people, when God is saying move, it takes them 5, 10, 20 years just for them to be able to um, move. Um, Some people, you know, God is telling them rest, rest, rest and it takes them 10, 20, 30 years to realize that because they're not listening and they're bogged down with the things of this world. It just shows you how, how the things of this world can hurt us so much. Um, so, um, if you heard some music in the background, that's not from me. Um, so there's a lot of loud music, I don't know, the enemy's been sending some people out here blasting loud music where I am. I've tried it so much to keep it down, try to shut it out and... Uh, for some reason the enemy using them so but i'm praying for their salvation so moving along um so god is saying jesus is saying come unto me all you that labor says come to him we have to come to him first for us to even come to him we have to realize he's calling us that's number one and then we come to him we are the ones that are laboring and are heavy laden the ones that are la- heavy laden and laboring so hard laboring in this world laboring for your faith laboring for the Laboring so hard that you realize that the world that you live in is a futile world doesn't have anything spiritual off you And a heavy laden you have carrying a burden some of us are carrying burdens of hurt shame, you know um, Abuse maybe from childhood or whatever and um, And I'll give you rest. That's what Jesus is saying the rest that God is gonna give us and Jesus will give us is an eternal rest It's a rest that does not um uh, ever go out it's a rest that will give you that eternal you know it's it's a rest that you cannot understand physically it's a spiritual eternal rest and then in verse 29 he says take my yoke upon you and learn of me so God is saying I'll, if you give me all this I'll give you something else you learn of him he'll give, it, he'll give us his yoke um, and we'll learn of him we'll be meek and lowly and we shall find rest unto our souls so the rest that God is gonna give us, Jesus will give us is the rest for our souls, not for the flesh. Because remember the flesh wars against the spirit, you know. And the spirit does not have any anything to do with the flesh, neither the neither the flesh with the spirit. They both war against each other. And that's where I, that's where I, I think where we make decisions in our minds, um, where we wanna whether we wanna please the flesh or you wanna please you know the word of God and, and live according to the spirit you know the end the bible says the enmity between the flesh and the spirit so verse 39 says for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so that means whatever jesus gives us uh, is it's easy i cover myself with the blood of jesus right now in jesus name amen his yoke is easy and his burden is light so whatever g- god gives us is light it doesn't hurt us it doesn't um, give us any any heaviness. It's light. It's practically almost nothing, but it's simple. We just submit to the Lord. He takes our burden. and He gives us something else that's eternal. So, give it up. That's the title of the message I want to share with you guys. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy heavily and I'll give you rest. We live in a perilous, perilous age. Sorry, People have so many things on their mind. Their focus is clogged with everything perceivable that the devil has schemed to keep Keep you or them from realizing that an eternal hope awaits those who accept Jesus into their lives. Hopefully it's not you, but it's the other people in the whole world. The whole world needs to take a brief time to reflect on their life and ask ask themselves why life is still inadequate. You have a job, but it's not guaranteed. Nothing in this life is permanent. No matter how man sets up a system of security, it will fall, fall, fail, and fall, keep falling. There is no perfection in man and there's nothing the enemy can promise man um, that would ever give him security. You know, I've I've heard many times and I read online articles where there's just talk about how there's so much links between the governments of the world and those who are in power who who are evil rulers of darkness, who've been given wisdom and knowledge and technology from fallen angels that goes apparently it goes all the way to forty years ahead. You know, and they think because they have all of that that that's the eternal security. You know, so what happens when the 40 years are up, and there's nothing else to think think about? You know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, so they're being lied and deceived to by fallen angels, giving them information and technology and whatever it is that they practice, um, which obviously is of the devil. It lies, lies, lies. That's all the devil does. You know. Um, Jesus Christ is calling you today to give it up. Give up your self-centeredness that has made you into a person to pray for the fact that you need God. God is real and he's calling you to give up that lifestyle, give up that burden, give up that hopelessness. Give up the way you are living that doesn't live or have God in, in the context or the picture. Give up those practices, addictions, places you're going to, things you do and and the things you set your mind on give your mind to god you know ask god to give you the mind of christ the hope of christ the heart of christ jesus christ jesus christ is the solid rock every other ground is sinking sand you probably heard that song oh another all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand jesus is the only rock he's the rock of our souls rock of our salvation on christ the solid rock i stand all other the ground is sinking sand that's very accurate Jesus Christ is the solid rock. Every every other ground is sinking. Is your life placed on the solid rock of Jesus Christ, or the quicksand of the life of this life and world that swallows with it anyone and anything that comes in its path? It promises a short. Excuse me. It promise it promises a short life, short security. So it's secure for only a short period of time you know some people want to live life to the fullest you know that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life live life to the fullest how full can you live life life how full can you define define life life is defined already because you already live in life you already have everything to live life for everything else is just an additive when God created the whole world he created God of Eden man and, and created everything perfectly and everything just supplied itself God was the all-sufficient for man man didn't have to go buy in anything, He just, if you needed, if you're hungry, you just go up to the tree and ate, a, you know, ate some kind of, um, something to eat, that as long as it was the one that God commanded you not to eat, if you ate the one that you were not commanded to eat and you ate that, that would be a violation, which happened to man, you know, um, so life is short, it's very short, you know, the man, the, if you look through the Genesis and you study the book of Genesis, there were a lot of, uh, um, genealogy from adam to probably Noah and some other other patriarchs they lived you know 100 years two or three four actually it started from 800 years and there's a large context of how man lived but because man kept sinning and god didn't want man to keep living in a long span of sin and also the fact the consequence of sin cut lives cut the life of man short you know And all through that time god has been telling man give it up give it up give it up but because man wanted to live how he wanted to live destructive nature of man caused man's lifespan to be cut short god had to cut it short it's like listen you know i'm not gonna let you guys live because i love you first of all i'm not gonna let you guys live this long in sin because you would never see a need to repent and the devil would just keep deceiving you you know We are God's prized creation. You are God's prized creation. Jesus Christ is calling you wherever you are. He's standing at the door of your heart. Some people have. Some of people's hearts are so filled up. They don't even have. There's no space. God is trying to find a space to get to their heart. But they don't want God to be in their heart. Because of the things they let to fill their hearts. You know. Hate. Anger. Grudges. The list is endless. Will you give it up? Give up that idol in your hand called your cell phone. Yep. There's so much idolatry in the society we live in right now. And I would not, I would, I can, I think I'm, I could. I can literally say that technology is an idol now in this particular age. And God says we should serve no other God except him. Technology has now become a God. It's now an idol, a false idol, a false God, sorry. It's an idol, but it's a false God. People can't just do without it any longer. I can probably we can probably do an experiment right now say hey everybody give up your cell phones I bet you people will run away from the room they just want to hold on to their cell phones or you could do another you could do another experiment and watch what's gonna happen when you take the idol away then you start seeing the spirits manifesting behind the idols inside these people or from these people trying to reconnect with their idol you take away the cell phone you watch how kids react they scream and yell like their life is dependent on it it has some kind of life attaching demonic force that's what I think it is you know um, that's my opinion obviously um, I, I believe it is There's a spiritual connection that's linking people with these things with technology cell phone television and all these things all the hot gizmos they call them gizmos or whatever it's demonic it's satanic um, and we attach ourselves to it and, and God is so go merciful he keeps calling us and calling us like say, oh, you know what? I read my Bible on your cell phone. What's wrong with you reading your Bible on your text paper and your book in a in the real text paper form? Because guess what? When you're reading the when you're reading those, your Bible on your cell phone, there's going to be distractions. You're going to get notifications, and the 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 the, the uh, spiritual side of this technology we're using is still being maintained against you to keep you locked in to that device. So. God is calling you. Give it up. Give up your cell phone. Give it up. The usage. Reduce the usage. You reduce your time. Spend more time with God. You know. Give up that that that, that whatever that got that whatever it is. Give it up. Give up whatever it is that got every that's got everybody of you plugged into it. Give up the fantasy, fantasy box filled with lies. Called the television. It's called tell-a-lie-vision. All it does is tell you lies. It doesn't give you any ability to know anything with God. You know. Give up everything in your life. The hate, the pain, depression, oppression, suppression, anger, rage, you know, lust, seduction, lust of the eyes, pride of life, lust of flesh. Pride of life, you want to be, so we live in a society that's so idol- I- idolatrous, you know, we idolize people that speak in the church. We idolize ministers, we idolize our politicians, we idolize people thinking they have something special. There's nothing new under the sun. Most of the people serve the devil anyway. They, they sign contracts with the devil. Give it up. Jesus is calling them as well. All of us. Give it up. Give everything up to Jesus Christ. Say, pray, Lord Jesus Christ, I give up this burden. If you're a burden today, say, Lord Jesus, I've been holding on to this for years or whatever period. I, I give it up to you, Lord Jesus. I give it up. All these years, I've been holding the guilt, the shame, the abuse, sexual or non-sexual, the addictions, to sex, drugs, lies, cheating. Deception, robbing, thieving, pride, ego, self-esteem, give it up to Jesus, give it up, give up that burden, give up that hate, give up the targeting, you know, if you're a target individual, give it up, give up the fear, give it up to Jesus Christ, don't worry about all the things that's happening around you, focus on the Lord, if you're a target individual, whatever it is you're going through, give it up to Jesus, give it up to him before it destroys you, because it does have the potential to destroy you, either physically or spiritually, or, eternity, or for eternity, sorry. You know, a lot of times people put put up with things in their minds and their hearts, and it and it becomes a secret, and they they just keep it there, and it's just taking up their space, taking up their personality, and just making them, you know, live in fear. But the the the, the 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 biggest bondage of having a burden is living in fear. Fear is very very dangerous. The Bible says that um. We should not fear we should not be afraid. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. So if we don't if we don't if we're allowed fear to conquer us, how can our minds be sound? Even if you read your Bible, even if you do read your Bible, if you not if you don't address the fear with the word of God, you will be you will still have those fear. You might feel a little slight relief, but God wants you to apply the word. Imagine God said, Let there be light, and there was light just like that. So whenever you have a thought of fear, guess what? address it right away in the name of jesus i bind you demons and spirits of fear in the name of jesus i bind and every wave and i call for the fire of god to destroy every wave of fear thought of fear pattern of fear trigger colors of fear trigger sounds of fear whatever it is that's triggering the fear of giving you fear and you address it with the word of god right away say god has not given me spirit of fear but of power of love and a sound mind you address it and say in the name of Jesus, I address you, spirit of fear. God has not given me spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Therefore, you cannot be here. I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. I bind you a cast spit in the name of Jesus. Right now I ask for spirit of boldness. The Bible says we're bold and courageous. I ask God to give you boldness and courageous as a lion, even greater than a lion. You replace whatever it is the enemy is trying to give you. Whenever you have fear or all these thoughts, then enemies, enemies bring in suggestions of of a, to bear a burden is because he sees that you are not you don't have a burden so he's trying to burden you with lust so he sees that you you're probably walking on the path or so maybe somebody sees that you're walking a path and the spirits in them has seen that you're walking in a path of perfection so they they probably tried everything else and it didn't work so they want to try lust or seduction or bewitchment which is witchcraft or manipulation that's witchcraft as well manipulating people to, to do th- things without their consent or consciously or unconsciously without even knowing. That's the work of the devil. That's what he did in the beginning in the Garden of Eden. So, we need to be able to have that power. I use the word of God. We have the sword of God. That's why it says, you know, put on the whole armor of God, you know, the blessed of righteousness and sword of spirit, of amen, salvation, our loins, guard of Bible truth, you know, and uh, feet shod with profession of the gospel. You have the sword of God, the shield of faith. When you apply the word, you're using the shield of faith. And, and actually yeah when you rebuke the enemy you put up the shield of faith and the sword of god is the word of god so it's that spiritual warfare so when is trying to burden you with something you shouldn't be burdened with, you apply straight the word of god first you cast a burden to jesus yes but don't become i know a lot of people who do this they say yeah i cast my burden upon on jesus and they, they become emotional no emotionality is not part of christianity yes you may feel the the emotion of certain things going on in your life but you cannot serve jesus with an emotion because guess what? When you have high—they call it higher, higher lows—in the world, when you one season you're feeling great, next season you don't feel great, and then you start thinking that it, it's based on your emotions that that God is responding to. No, He responded to you based on your faith. When you cast your burden, He says, "Come unto Me." You got to come to Him. That's faith. Faith in action. I'm not preaching some kind of uh, message here about faith or whatever, you know. So there's so many, you know, ideologies and false doctrines about faith in action or whatever but it's active here you can see in the scripture it says come unto me that's an active part you're standing somewhere and jesus is calling you say come unto me all you that lay and the heavy lady, and I'll give you rest that's jesus that's an active faith when peter was walking in the water when jesus was walking in the water he called peter Say, can i come that was active faith. he said acts shall be given he said can i come and then peter took that action that's faith in action same thing with the burdens that god that's on our heart sometimes god gives us burdens for other people but he doesn't give you a burden that, you, that will pull you down. But if you're feeling burdened by this world, especially it's end times. There's a ton of things happening. ton of things in the sky, in the air, in the water, all kinds of scandals. This is the time to give it up to Jesus Christ. Give up your heart to Jesus. If you're not saved and you listen to this, it's time to give your heart to Jesus. Your career cannot save you. Your job cannot save you. Witchcraft cannot save you. Your cult cannot save you. Being a gay or homosexual person cannot save you at all. I'm telling it just the way it is. It is the way the Bible says. They call it hate speech. I don't care what they call it. When you're in hell fire burning you, there's no dis, there's no distinction of hate speech. You're judged by the commandments of God. We all have to obey God. We all have to answer to God. If you're burdened by something, give it to Jesus Christ. Surrender it. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoso believes shall not perish but everlasting life. I love that scripture so much, and the key word there for me when I go out and share with people is, is believe. I tell them it's not about church, it's not about pastorship, it's not about, oh, I go to this church, I'm under this pastor, no. It clearly says there, for God so loved, that he, so loved the world, He gave only begotten Son, that whosoever, it doesn't say whoso, whoso your pastor, whoso whatsoever church, no, it says whosoever believes in Him, that's Jesus Christ, should not perish, but have everlasting life, that means should should, it doesn't say will not perish. It says, should not perish, shall not perish. You know, but they will have everlasting life if you believe it's active. It continues when you believe it's active. It's continues. That's why I'm trying to highlight there. I'm not trying to change the text or anything, but it says it should not perish, but have everlasting life. Shall, if you believe with your heart, it's active. It doesn't mean it doesn't say. Oh, once you accept it, that's it. No. Once you accept it, yeah, that's great. But you still have to maintain your faith in God. Um, give it up. If you simply pray and say, Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you. You are God. I believe in you. I confess my sins. I ask that you wash my sins away. I want the direction of my life to change and turn around and stop living a lie and start living for you, Jesus Christ. And stop being a light instead of of killing the light all around about me by following commands for evil doers who call evil good and good evil turning me into what they they, they were forcing me to, to target innocent people and give little um evil about people once you pray that prayer and they stop harassing people just be a copy of them instead of killing people God's true identity God's people stop lambasting them and speaking evil about them if you pray that prayer you're saved and I'm addressing the people who are not saved Um, and you say Lord Jesus I accept Jesus in my life I give you everything of you everything of myself to you. My burden, my life to you. I give it up to you. I open the door of my life to you and shut the door against the devil and all the uh, negative things that, that has or had and it's still, you know, causing me to live a lie. You know, when you have a burden and you try to use that burden against you and you think, oh, you know, I have to bear the burden. There's no way where it says we have to bear a burden that he can. he's calling us to, to take. He's calling us to give to him the only burden we take is the burden of the fact that we share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the lost. With the lost sorry. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and life. There are so many truths out there, but there's only one truth that is beyond the existence of any truths. It's the truth that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life and salvation. Will you give God a chance and let him bear your burden for you and in exchange give you peace? A lot of people are walking around with no peace. You can't fake the peace of God. You need God in your life to receive His peace. There is there is an abiding peace of God and a present peace of God. Uh, what you're taking, which one do you want? You know, when you abide in God, you get peace. When you give your burden to Jesus Christ, you you abide in God. He says, "Come unto me." When you go into Him, you're in His presence. You give Him your burden, and He gives you peace. He gives you there's a when you're in His presence, there's a there's a peace that comes and when you abide in that peace. You stay in that peace; you will not lose your peace. A lot of people, once they God, once they give their burden to the Lord Jesus Christ, and they, 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 the burden is lifted away, and God moves in their lives based on faith and action from the person, and also active participation in their faith and walk with God. The burden goes away; they get joy, get peace, and everything. But suddenly, down the line, they don't maintain the presence of God in their lives, and the peace disappears because. The peace is tied to the presence of God. It's given by God. So it's very important that we maintain the presence of God in our lives. Maintain our walk with God in our lives. Don't listen to the things out there that can um, take away our joy, our peace, our emotions. Um, uh, when I say emotions, that means how you walk. You know, If you're maintaining God's present peace with you, you'll be walking in peace. Not motioning away to anger and rage and all of that. You have to, there's an active participation of everyone to maintain the peace that God gives them. So give it up today. Give it up. Give it up. Give that burden to Jesus Christ. Why don't you give him a chance? You know, give up the burden. Give up the hate. Give up the fear and the worry right now. There's so much, there's so much psychological operation. They call it PSYOPs for fear. Instill fear in your heart. Oh, there are robots coming from here. Oh, this is going on. Oh, there's a conspiracy. There are fallen angels being resurrected and all these nonsense out there. The Bible already told us what's going to happen. It says, fear not. Fear not, I am with you. That's Jesus Christ telling us, his children, fear not. There will be rumors of wars. There will be shakings, earthquakes, thunderings. Birds will die. Birds are dying. A lot of birds are dying. A lot of creatures are dying. In mass, weird numbers. A lot of weird things are going on. But that's not the time to panic. Because the devil loves fear. He's looking for somebody to take hold and use fear, and the, and the antichrist system is a system of fear. It's meant to take fear, place fear in the hearts of people, to make take them captives and make them digital slaves. They want to be slaves, you know. So um, fear has to be conquered. Give up that fear. Give up that hopelessness. Start spreading hope. Start being light. Give up the darkness and let 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 God's light shine in you and through you to others. A lot of people are so choked up with fear, the light of God can't even penetrate their lives any longer. All they dream about or they see about is dread, fear, and, and hopelessness. And some people get some people get pushed off all the way to the corner of the ledge and then they end up doing things they shouldn't do. Taking their own lives. God forbid anybody does that and in the name of Jesus, that will never happen. If anybody that listens to this. If you're about to do that, I pray, Lord Jesus, grip you and prevent you from doing that. Give it up. Give up the hopelessness. Give up the drugs. Give up all the addiction. Give up everything that you think in your life that is is so important. But it's not really important. Give it up. Give it up to Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, take this burden away. I'm giving it up to you. You know? Life is so short. Nothing in this world is guaranteed. The only guarantee we have for eternity is an eternal guarantee from Lord Jesus Christ telling us that we should come to him. He'll be our burden force. He'll be our burden bearer. And in exchange, you will give us a free gift—a yoke that's easy and a burden that's light. The burden is light. That's me. it's just it's just a reminder. Let you know that hey, God has given you a burden. That means it's not a burden to make you heavy or bogged down. But it's a burden of love, a burden for love for others to go or get other people to get exchange the burden. Everybody in this world who's not saved is carrying a burden. A burden of hell burden of worldliness a burden of the things of the flesh S- excuse me and a burden that that would a that's aiming to draw them down so they will never see the truth you know they're burdened by all the things of this world the money the all the things that bring promise on television as you notice slowly a lot of things is in television is now more satanic and evil they don't really have any more promises anymore it's just it's just satanic stuff evil stuff negative stuff Uh, is also an increase in symbolism and it's satanic symbolism because they don't want they're trying to program people to accept things they shouldn't accept they're trying to get people to give up their mind so that's why there's so many mind games going on trying to get people to give up their heart so that's why a lot of there's attack against your heart that's why you need to guard your heart with the best of righteousness and you need to put on the helmet of salvation in your head fill your mind with scripture verses learn to memorize and read scripture and apply the word of God right away that way, your mind is not—you're not giving up your mind to the devil. Your mind is solely on God. Isaiah 26 is one of one of my favorite verses. It says, "Do you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on the Lord?" At this hour and this end times, if you want peace, what do you need to do? Do what Isaiah 26 3 verse three says: do "You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on the Lord." How do you keep your mind stayed on the Lord? You meditate on the Word of God. That means you read the Word of God and you think about the Word of God. So, let's say, for instance, I'm thinking about Philippians. Uh, 4 verse 13, I can do all things to Christ that strengthens me. I'm going to meditate on that. I mean, that means I'm going to think about that. Okay, I can do all things to Christ that strengthens me. What does that mean? That means I can do all things to Christ that gives me strength to do this, do that. And it's not a physical doing. It's a spiritual doing. So, if I want to go out and evangelize that God God has given me the strength to go out and do all things so I can go out there and share the gospel. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to do this. You know? So... Um, I'm gonna end it here because it's short. I just wanted to just talk generally um, and share a little bit more I pray that everybody listening to this you give it up give up whatever it is that's hindering you There's a lot of things a lot of people want to go to heaven You need to start praying and say Lord Jesus reveal to me the things that won't let me into your kingdom I don't want to walk this walk blinded Some people need to give up the blindfold of deception with the enemy They've been deceived by false pastors, false ministries, false friends, false followings some people go to church, but they don't realize they're going to a cult. You know, and it, it, it's, you need to have open eyes, discernment. You know, give up that deception for the discernment of Jesus Christ. Give up that lie of the enemy for the truth of God's word. A lot of people want to be free, but they don't want to give up the lies in their heart. They still want to live the lie because the lie the devil gave them is sweet. It's sweet to their flesh. You have to cut the flesh away through the Word of God. You apply the Word of God to the flesh that's coming up against you. Say, you you flesh, I bring you under the subject of obedience of Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says to be carnal minded is death, for the spiritual minded is eternal life and peace. To be carnal is the fleshly minded. If you're still living with a fleshly perspective in your Christianity, you need to ask God to change that. You need to ask God to change it. When you ask God to do it, you start seeing things happen in your life. First of all, it will be very unpleasant. Because you need to cut things away. If your flesh is ruling your spirit and your soul so much, when you ask God to pray that, if you pray that prayer, I just ask you to pray, you're going to see some stuff happen to you. Very unpleasant stuff because the flesh has to be ripped away from from the, the fleshly desires and the evil of the flesh has to be ripped away from your soul and your spirit. Because the flesh will overrule your spirit and your soul if you allow it to. And there has to be a severing. I think that's why I love Hebrews 4 verse where we said the Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, pierced into the dividing, asunder of the the soul and spirit and joints and marrow, piercing asunder, the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit. That means the Word of God should pass through your soul and your spirit. Yes, divided in soul of the soul of the spirit and joints and marrow. So that means the word of God can be applied to your soul, to your spirit, to your joints and your marrow. What's your joints and your marrow? That's your physical and spiritual body. That's your joint and your marrow. God's word will penetrate to all three of them. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this hour. I thank you for your awesome grace. I thank you for giving me the grace to share this message. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you bless every listener that's listening to this message. I pray the blood of Jesus Christ again over my voice, my image, my likeness. I call for the fire of God to seal this message. I pray, Lord Jesus, that the blood of Jesus block any attempts by anybody engaging in occult, witchcraft, or any evil to block them from gaining access to me or finding me in the name of Jesus. I pray for the mighty angelic shielding of your giant angelic armed forces, your violent warring angels, your mighty princes and the angels to guard me with flaming souls of fire and protect me and anybody else, God Father. I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that you sever away the bondages in our lives. Oh so, God, we give it up to you. We give up the fear, the doubt, the unbelief. Oh, God, Father, we give up the, the things of this world for you, Lord Jesus, so we can have eternal life, Lord. Help us to give up the things that this world has choking us, trying to choke us or has bound us, oh, God. Break the chains, Lord Jesus. We give up the chains to you. The chains of addiction. Oh, God, Father, we give it up. We give up everything in our lives that we're allowed to imprison us and cage our minds and cage our hearts or imprison our minds and our souls and our focus, Lord. We give it up to you, Lord Jesus. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you set us free because you came and set the captives free. Thank you, Lord, for this hour, Lord. I bless your name, Lord Jesus. Again, I ask, Lord Jesus, that you seal this prayer in my voice, print with your image. I mean, with the, my, my image, sorry, Lord Jesus, with the blood of Jesus Christ and the fire of the Holy Ghost surrounded and engulfed this message. I ask for maximum angelic protection, no matter what anybody does through a cult witchcraft beneath them means it will not penetrate to me, Lord Jesus. I ask, O God, Father, that you grant them mercy and give them a a message of salvation. You minister to them, O God. If anybody comes up against me, let your fire, kazuna, charge your angels to excise extreme angelic violence against them, bone crushing, skull smashing violence against them, even if it means they have to have a near-death experience just to be saved, Lord, do it. Because the hour is short and many people need to be saved, Lord Jesus. And I'm speaking your truth, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen.